Welcome to this edition of Field Notes. I'm joined today by Eric Blair. Eric is an urban planner and is currently thinking about creative ways to build new communities in Vermont that have agriculture and the state's food system in mind. Hey, Eric, thanks for joining me. Glad to be here, Peggy. You're an urban designer. What does that mean and what types of projects do you typically work on? So for me, I think urban design can have two meanings. It can have a micro scale meaning or a macro scale meaning. Uh, A micro scale meaning as an urban designer is when I work on a project like an an intersection of a streetscape or um, where a building is going to go in the fabric of an urban environment. On a macro scale, that's when I'm physically looking at larger systems uh, and planning for whole villages or whole towns or whole hamlets. And so those are kind of the two scales I work on, micro and macro. And um, I, frankly, I prefer to work on the macro scale. That's where I, I prefer to work. But sometimes you do have to get into the, the nitty gritty details about you know, how a streetscape comes together, where a building needs to, to be placed, spatial relationships, et cetera. Um, so that's, that's kind of how I break down urban design. Interesting. What kind of um, planning do you think Vermont is in need of? Right now, I, I believe that Vermont probably needs to reflect back on its roots. Uh, when you look at the traditional development pattern that was established in Vermont uh, from the beginning, uh, it's exactly how you build human habitat. It's exactly how to build a place for people to live. Uh, it's how to create town and country. And so I think Vermont needs going forward to reflect back on how we used to do things. And we need to continue to protect country so that we can have sustainable, holistic towns. What does that mean? A development pattern um, is is what it means, having the right development pattern. Uh, Right now, there's quite a bit of land development in the the rural sections of Vermont. We're talking about the mountains and the pastures, these pastoral landscapes where we're actually putting four-acre lot houses and five-acre lot houses and two-acre lot houses. Mm -hmm. And those houses don't belong there on five and two-acre lots. Uh, Those are locations where you want to see a 40-acre farm or a 100-acre farm, tractor farms. And so by dicing up Vermont's pastoral landscape, we're losing country. And we're not losing it to town, we're losing it to sprawl. And so the thing that draws people to Vermont is that pastoral landscape where our villages are consolidated and beautiful. And fast forward 100 years, if we don't reflect back to the way we used to do things, if we continue on this sprawling development pattern um, kind of way of thinking, we're gonna end up with a patchwork of four-acre lots across all of our pastures, across all of our roadsides, it's, it's not a sustainable uh, development model. And so that's, that's kind of what I mean by returning to our roots and our, our former development pattern. It's conventional development pattern versus traditional development pattern. Interesting. So tell me how agriculture and the food system, in fact, are in your thinking when you're working on these urban plans. Absolutely. So to me, when you're thinking about agriculture and, and how that intersects with this type of planning, um, you know, first thing that comes to mind is... Uh, there's an economic side to it. There's a social side to it. And, and then there's just um, a sustainability side to it. So if we're planning on these two acre, four acre subdivision type systems across Vermont, um, we're not getting to know our neighbors. You know, we're not farming in the community garden with them. We're also probably outsourcing a lot of our food to other places. You know, these are not people that are uh, growing things with the community in mind in these types of systems. So if we're planning on a traditional development pattern, if we're thinking about the core of our village, and then as we work out from the core of our village to to that suburban zone, we're integrating agriculture into all of those areas at different scales, which means we're getting to know our neighbors. Uh, We're growing um, in window box, we're growing in our backyards, we're growing uh, at the community garden, which 
is also going to help us locally because we're not having to bring so much in from far away. Um, you know, what you do need in larger mass or larger scale can come from the tractor farms, which have now been protected on the periphery of our villages. Um, and so it's kind of all connected and integrated that way. Interesting. I love it. Why is Vermont a good fit for this kind of thinking? Well, I think personally where I sit, I look at Vermont as already an agriculturally minded state. I mean, mm -hmm. Vermont, uh, when people come through here, they think of dairy farms and they think of farmers. And so really, I don't think it's a hard sell or a hard um, reach to think of Vermont continuing to develop itself as an agriculturally minded state. I think it's going to be very easy also because uh, Vermont isn't overdeveloped. Vermont hasn't made as many of the mistakes as a lot of the country has in terms of suburban sprawl. So, you know, integrating agriculture moving forward into the way we develop our land will actually be pretty easy for Vermont because we haven't seen the development pressures like other communities outside Vermont have. So I think it's going to be an easy thing to follow here. Hmm, I think so, too. Um, you know, I'm part of a food studies program, and I'm thinking, are you going to be partnering with folks who are really food system specialists, people who know how agriculture works, know how some of the plumbing behind the food we get on our table happens? I, I think that's critical. And uh, yes, I think I've already started to do that. I've reached out to a couple of people from Middlebury College that have done this kind of thinking and work, agricultural. And um, they, they both are very excited about the kind of design that I do and are ready to combine forces uh, on some local projects. So yes, that's thought of, considered, and um, is critical to the process. Awesome, so what's the dream? Well, the dream is to, to set a model here in Vermont uh, that is sustainable and holistic, and that can help Vermont grow in a positive way um, so that we don't end up looking like you know, parts of Ohio and Missouri that have been covered in sprawl so that we can protect this beautiful uh, resource that we have here in Vermont, aesthetic, and, and agriculture, um, natural environment for us to recreate in. I think that's the goal is to have livable communities that are sustainable. And I think it's very possible in Vermont. And I think this is a model people will latch on to. I think it's a very positive model people will appreciate and, and will resonate with them. Sounds like it. Before we go, can you paint a picture in my mind of what that community actually looks and feels like? I can. Um, so, uh, you know, one of the things I always like to talk about when I use the word urban, is I, I like to break down what urban is for people. Um, Middlebury, Vermont, for example, is not a place many people think of as being urban. Um, but Middlebury happens to be an urban environment because the contrast of Middlebury's environment is a rural environment, you know, a pasture that's just down the road from that downtown core. And so what we're going to try to create with the right vernacular is an urban environment, a hamlet or a village environment. So it, it, what that means is that the edges won't be hard. The edges will be soft. Uh, it's very important when you know, we're creating these spaces to be thinking about the spatial relationships. So for example, a hamlet is one of the projects I'm working on right now. And the picture I envision when I see this hamlet is a gravel road. And the gravel road does have some on-street parking. And beside that gravel road, is an old Greek revival church that's been restored into a general store. And down below the, the cottages that surround that housing, that diverse housing we're gonna create, they're gonna be sheep in the pasture in the, in the background. And so you've got this contrast of town and country. And it comes together in an, in an urban way in the, in the very center of this, where you've got the general store and you've got um, the on-street parking and the housing that you know is close to the road with a sidewalk, a gravel sidewalk. But you've also got in the background that rural edge that comes right up and butts 
um, that urban framework. And so that's kind of the, the picture I play in my head. Sounds wonderful. Save me a unit. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Aaron. You're welcome.